It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final hour of Inside Sources, the extended edition. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on a getaway Friday. Hope you're having a great day out there. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground so far in the program today. Uh, in this last segment, uh, if you missed the last segment, make sure you go to the KSL News Radio app. Uh, you can always listen to the replay. Listen, uh, it's often better the second time around, right? Uh, you can get the uh, podcast there or you can get them on ksl.com uh, under podcast, the inside sources version. And uh, we were talking about Oprah's interesting call to go to church. <laughs> now, while she wasn't really saying that everyone needed to go to church, she was talking about the important role that churches play, in particular as it relates to our values and our moral core. And she also spent some time talking about how story is an important part of that. And of course, in many faith traditions, uh, stories, parables uh, are an important influence point. Uh, I want to spend a couple of minutes as it relates to a lot of the work that I did when I was a business consultant. I spent the the vast majority of my career doing business consulting, working with organizations around the world and helping them create the kind of culture they wanted with a set of values, a vision, a mission, and a way to keep everybody focused and and on the same page and moving towards a a higher purpose because that's where employees are at their best. Uh, That's exactly what our friends at the Other Side Academy do. Uh, They teach some really powerful principles and values, and then they apply them immediately. And and there's a a really interesting uh, power to story. Uh, I'm firmly convinced that... uh, a lot of our behavior is actually driven by our desire to be part of a winning story. A lot of the things that we do, the, the brand name clothes that we wear, the cars we drive, uh, the religious affiliation we have, the uh, groups and associations that we're a part of, everybody wants to be part of a winning story. And so from a business standpoint, that's, that's an important thing to understand. It's why you have uh, different groups and, and things around, you know, car companies. You're, you don't just own a Dodge Viper. You're part of Viper Nation. Uh, it's why Nike spends so much time trying to create stories around their products because everybody wants to be part of a winning story because that's where you go beyond just trying to, to capture market share. You start really capturing mind share and heart share of employees and and customers around the world. And so how you share that story, how you share those principles really matters. It's an important part of strategy for organizations today. And recognize that, especially in any kind of organization where you're trying to build long-term relationships, you've got to have some sort of story that that customer feels like they are part of, that your employees feel that they're part of. Uh, You see this on political campaigns. If you can create an experience that causes a voter to feel like they are suddenly part of a movement, they're in. 
Uh, and I've seen it. Those people, they're part of the story. They're going to run through brick walls for that candidate. Uh, they're going to work around the clock. They're going to knock all the doors. They're going to talk to everyone they know. And they'll do it in an amazing way. But it's being part of that story. And it's interesting because telling stories goes back to the beginning of time. Uh, and it is the way that we transfer knowledge and values and motivation and commitment. Uh, it's just how it's done. Uh, most of the ancient tribes have uh, a member of the tribe that was that was the shaman or the storyteller. And they were responsible for telling the story of the tribe to the young, to the old, to make sure that everyone stayed committed to those values, that core moral character. Uh, companies could often do the same thing nowadays. Uh, in fact, there's a, a lot of organizations who actually have that position, a, a corporate shaman or a corporate storyteller. Uh, I've met a lot of them. I've worked with many of them. And it's it's an interesting thing that, that pulls us along, that people want to be part of that story. Uh, you think of the old PBS program, uh, Antique Roadshow. You know, these people would bring in all kinds of different memorabilia. And, and in most cases, there wasn't a high dollar value to it, but there was always a story to it. There was always a story behind the item that really mattered. Uh, really interesting, Tolstoy said this, that if a society or organization can survive and pass along its story and values to the fourth generation, it can become a powerful force throughout the world. And so it's that transfer. How do you do that? Uh, legendary business leaders like Jack Welch, uh, he did that. Uh, in a in a big way, uh, Southwest Airlines, Starbucks, Apple, Google, a lot of those have found success by getting employees and managers and leaders and customers to become the storytellers. And that's how you build a culture. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're, we're working our way through this power of story. Uh, it's an amazing thing that binds us together. Now, I'm going to share a painful story. Uh, many of you who are Utah Jazz fans, and if you're listening, you better be a Utah Jazz fan. Even Gustavo. Gustavo's not a Jazz fan. He's a Lakers fan. Boo. The Jazz will remember back in the mid-'90s, they got to the NBA championships twice, both times against the Chicago Bulls, and everybody remembers the game right here in downtown Salt Lake City. Michael Jordan clearly pushed off. It was an offensive foul. The ref didn't call it. He makes the shot. The Bulls win the championship, which was just wrong because they beat the Jazz. It was really wrong that they won the championship on our floor in our hometown. That was wrong. And then, of course, they partied in our city, which was really, really wrong. And then in the middle of the night, they jumped on their chartered plane and they flew back to Chicago. And I don't know how many of you have spent much time in Chicago O'Hare Airport uh, I have for years just affectionately referred to it as the pit of despair, uh, especially in the mid-90s. It was not a nice place to go. Parking is horrible. Uh, it's just a, it's just awful. But when the Chicago Bulls landed very early on a very typical early June day, wind, rain, and they started to get off the plane, there were ten to 15,000 people waiting for them. And think about that from a uh, just from a value entertainment value standpoint. You can't tell me watching twelve tall guys walk off a plane and get on a bus and drive off is high value entertainment. 
And so why would people do that? Story. They want to be able to say, I was there. Do you remember when we won it all? And they want to be part of that. Uh, And that's a natural thing for people. People want to be part of a winning story. And whether it's a political candidate, whether it's a business, whether it's a community or a neighborhood or a family, story drives a lot of our behavior. And learning to connect to it is a, is a big deal. Uh, everything has a story to it. But going back to what we were talking about in the last segment, that if we've lost this core moral character of the country, my guess is that we're going to find it in stories. In the stories of the country, in the stories of the people, in the stories of the family, in the stories of the religious organizations and faith groups. Uh, There's a host of stories there, but sadly we are pushing those things further and further away from the public square. And then we sit and wonder, well, why are the laws and the rules and the legislation not working? Well, they're not working because nobody's a part of the story. And because they're not part of the story, They're not committed to the principles or to the kind of character it takes to have a Republican form of government. If you want to have a representative form of government, you have to have people who are in that story. Now, it doesn't mean they all have to be the same. In America, oneness is never sameness. And we should never forget that. We are at our best as a diverse people. Uh, We've talked about it. Uh, We're we're not really a melting pot. We're We're a salad bowl where we can value the differences, the uniqueness, and the unique stories that everyone brings to the table. And when we value those and the principles that they represent, that's where we get to be a really cool place and where America is absolutely at its best. All right, don't go anywhere. We're going to step aside for the bottom of the hour break. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on the extended edition of Inside Sources. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 